Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It's the 14th of August, and my title today is Something Critical We All Need But We Ignore. I sincerely hope that when we get to heaven, there will be kind of like a, a live stream available, and we can see anything from history and see how it really happened and what happened. I, I mean, maybe it would be like a Godflix. And first thing I would want to see would be the creation of the universe. <laughs> I would love to watch right from the beginning and then binge for six days into the utter darkness the earth was when it was formless and void. How can that be? <laughs> if something is formless, seems to indicate that it had no form and was empty. But we're told that it was formless and there was darkness over the surface of the waters. Waters? There were waters? And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the deep. Whatever the deep is, I don't know, but I'd like to see it. You know, we need to understand that in recording for us what happened in those six days of creation, that God is giving us a step-by-step -step explanation of where there was absolutely nothing, and suddenly the universe appeared. We can't completely dissect it with an endless list of, well, what about this and what about that? This is Moses recording what God is telling him happened, and we can understand, and it's in a story form. It's not a blueprint. We're getting snapshots, but not all the details. But imagine what it must have been like to hear God say, let there be light, and there was light, utter darkness, disappears, and the sun is created, already aflame and enabling things that could have not been seen to now be seen. Now, I'm not going to walk us through all that happened in this magnificent story of the creation of the universe, but I do take it literally, and I believe that it did happen in seven days. The Hebrew word yom is most used to indicate a 24-hour day. But anyway, I mean that if he can speak and bring the suns and the moons and all the stars into existence just by telling it to happen, I'm okay with that since he is the creator and he has omnipotent power. But what I want to focus on is the surprise at the end of the show when God did something that he certainly didn't need to do, but he did it to serve as a very important example for us to follow. And I'm reading now from Genesis chapter 2. Thus, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy 
because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. God rested after six days of creation, which raises the question, why did God rest? I mean, he's all-powerful, and even during the creation of the universe, he didn't break a sweat. In fact, in the Hebrew, it reads that he made everything out of nothing, tohu vavohu. And he did it all by simply speaking everything into existence. So perhaps our idea of the power and greatness of our God is too small. But I digress. So let's focus on that seventh day. When God, even though he was not exhausted from saying a few words, bringing everything into existence, including man and woman in his own image, he rested. Which begs the question, why did God rest? He didn't rest because he was tired. He didn't rest because he was lazy or felt like he needed a vacation. He rested for an extremely important reason. And the reason for him resting on the seventh day was to be an example to us. God created us in his image, but without all of his attributes. We grow tired. He never does. We need sleep. He never does. We need food to eat. He never does. Even though we're told we are made in his image, there are many things between him and us that are immeasurably different. So right from the very beginning of the universe, having finished all the creation, God makes the seventh day a day of rest. And so we read it, quote, Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, or set it aside, or made it holy, because on it he rested from all his work. So why am I writing about this? To Christians who become addicted to porn and sex? Because I strongly believe that not following this example provided for us right from the very start of time and the very beginning of the universe is part of our problem and has led us and continues to lead us in our addiction. Are we not more vulnerable when we're tired? Of course we are. Does not our thinking and judgment become cloudy? And we're more likely to make decisions that we know are bad for us, but because we're tired, we just don't care? How many times have you gone back to porn because you just don't care? And you just don't care because maybe you're tired. Are you living according to the pattern of life and work that God demonstrated for us and commanded of Israel in the Ten Commandments? where God said to Moses and wrote on a tablet of stone, quote, Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. This is the third commandment that God gave to Israel in his Ten Commandments, and it's, it's his will for us as well. 
how many of you practice a Sabbath? Do you really have a day where you can rest from your work and refresh yourself spiritually by worshiping God and being in a community within your local church? Where you rest instead of just getting your things to do done, which never happens, where you actually spend time with your friends and your wife and or your family, enjoying life on what God has done for you. Listen, my friends, rest can replenish us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so if you're a person driven by your desire for more, more than you actually really need, but you just want because you want to win and die with the most toys, then no wonder you're so easily drawn back into a quick fix that fixes nothing and bow to the idol named porn and sex. Listen, my friends, join me. Repent, do a 180, and rework your schedule and put in it a day of rest. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I do hope you have a great day in the Lord and you worship the Lord uh, either later today or tomorrow and get some rest. I'm sure it will help you be stronger against temptation. God bless you. Take care and goodbye.